Welcome back, Achievers, for a very, very special spoiler cast for The Last of Us Part 1. Now, of course, the spoiler-er, spoiler-e, I don't know how to how to say that, but someone that's very welcomed back, of course, the one, the only. Alex, how are you? Hello, everyone. I am back for the special one. Yeah, we uh, we missed you. I um, Of course, he had the baby everything's fine you have two children now very healthy yep. I mean, we're all happy see, for you to, you see toys everywhere yeah. and i was like nah, i'm not even cleaning this up this right is now. it's like the last of us there's environment or storytelling happening behind alex you could tell there's mm -hmm. shy... i just need a little bit of you know green leaves mm -hmm. and mold everywhere and some overtake yeah yeah some spores alex we mm. gathered today because the last of us part one came out and we have both beaten and both have platinumed i have i'm pretty sure you have to right Yes. So yeah, we, played, yeah, we have played this very thoroughly. So we're gonna be talking about the game. Of course, we're gonna spoil the game. We're gonna do a light review of the game as well. There's a couple topics we're gonna touch upon, but we're basically gonna dismantle this whole game. Important note: we will pretty much not spoil part two. If that's a worry that you have, if we do, we will make it very clear, and you'll be able to skip ahead. But aside from that, we're gonna just jump right into this. Let's talk about Last of Us Part One. Alex, I wanted to first start with history with the game. I want to first ask you, what? How did you play this game? How, first off, you played on PS Five, of course, but when did you pick it up for the first time? The very first time I played Last of Us Part One was either the PS Four remaster or I had I, I, Let's see, I don't remember playing the PS3 version. Okay. So I think it was the PS4 remaster. I, so, I hadn't, hadn't played Last of Us before. Okay. So I knew about it. So you had played it on PS4 2014, 2015-ish yeah. time, probably? Yeah. yeah. I, it's a very similar story. So in 2014, I had purchased the PS4, I want to say in, around the fall time. And there was a special edition... Mm -hmm. Like the the PlayStation was the PlayStation, but it came with Last of Us Remastered. I remember that, and I bought that, and yep. I, and that was my first time playing it. I didn't have anything spoiled for me, surprisingly, so that was my first time playing it. Um, mm -hmm. but important to note, that was my first time playing it, and I have not played it since. I did the first playthrough. I heard the the platinum was awful. Uh, mm -hmm. I think you have to do like a bunch of online, and then like the story mm -hmm. stuff was really hard or something. And I was like, no thanks. And I played it through, enjoyed it, played Left Behind. And then peaced out until right now. So I've I played it one time. So this was kind of um, this was fun because really I un I knew the beats, but I don't know the game as well as I would know some of my other favorite games. So this yeah. was kind of like playing it of uh, for the first time again, sort of. Yeah. Although I there knew was a lot of parts I didn't remember. Oh, there was a lot. We'll go over all of that, but there was a good bit. Um, so this is my second time. Yeah, we did platinum it. I enjoyed the platinum run. Um, I loved the chapter select was a little bit better in this one. Um, yeah. I feel like it, it yeah. was portioned out very well. So it was really nice to go back to, to get those collectibles and then, mm -hmm. uh, to talk briefly about the collectibles. Great. I think every game should yeah. really take notes with last of us part, part one, um, and part two collectibles. I love reading the little notes. I love mm -hmm. finding the comics. Although I was, I, I wish we yeah, had a little yeah, more dialogue. A Naughty Dog thing, because Uncharted does the same thing. Yeah, I, I, I wish we had a little more dialogue with 
with the comics. We just pick it up, and mm-hmm. Joel just says, "I got a comic," and Ellie's like, "It's cool." And I was like, eh, "I can't wish I could." I talk was hoping about it once you had them all, you there was a thing where you get to read the whole all, all of them. That'd be really cool. I wouldn't be shocked if Night Dog eventually releases those or something. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but yeah, let's let's jump into. It. I have a couple things written down here. I want to talk. Uh, really quick, just what are you, some of your favorite parts? Again, this was kind of our only second time playing the game. All right, what what are some of the levels, chapters, whatever you want to think about? What is something that stands out for the game? Um, I always enjoyed, and especially it looked amazing. Uh, at this re- remake was the um, right before you get to the hospital, mm. the giraffe scene. Yes, of course. The probably the most iconic thing from the game, the giraffe scene. Yeah. Um, mm. I th- I believe that level is highway exit uh so good um when you yeah. when you the build-up is really nice too because you don't really know what ellie's doing yeah she's just she's just running and then you kind of kind of see glimpses and what was nice is you begin the level with her being very distant she's very sad mm-hmm. um you don't really know why although you can piece together like it, it's probably everything she's a it's you know still, well, it's what we, we just what she just went through you know? it, that but i also think she knows joel is about to end like her journey's about to end. Like they're gonna mm-hmm. go to the hospital. She doesn't really know if he'll stick around. Although he does say that later on, I think yeah. that helps her cheer up a little bit. But she's just kind of yeah. down the whole time. And then you get to the draft scene that kind of lifts everyone up. They have a real talk conversation. It was really nice. One of my favorite parts in the game, um, because it kind of messes with what you th- what you think of games. And I think Naughty Dog does it the best is when you go to you need the ladder, so you like you get inside. He's like, all right, get up there, and you expect her to, to be right there, and she doesn't come, and he's like what's going on and you have a really nice scene but i yeah. i agree that is one of my favorites um is that one what uh i would probably say that one's my favorite too but also i like two other ones um almost right. everything in bill's town just because bill's real fun and i like that yeah. this that he's like yeah, i do like bill i like that he's made these traps and he's he's kind of mm-hmm. weird and he's talking to I, himself and he's like i do like the witty comments that him and yeah. ellie go get back and forth him and Ellie he, are yeah, vicious like each to other, each other. But, <laughs> I love yeah, it. But, yep. Um, that was always fun. And then Alone and Forsaken. I don't know why I like it so much, but I just like the idea that like you're driving around. Joel spots a guy and he's hurt, and Ellie's like, "Oh, we gotta help him." And he's like, yep. "He's not even hurt. He's and, not even hurt." And yep. he just floors it because he knows what's gonna happen. It's that just mm-hmm. that tells us so much about Joel and the little instance, and I. Love, yep. I love those. Those are the three levels that stand out, and of course the, the final level uh, of the game is very, yeah, very memorable, sure. especially the hallway. I think everyone knows what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. Um, are there anything else before we go chapter by chapter that you want to pick up or or point out? I I thought about discussing the price point a little bit. I think we've talked that to death. Um, I happily, although we share games, I happily would have yep. spent more money if I. I needed to if i would have had to have bought this game i wouldn't have blinked twice i would have easily well, I mean, purchased. Could, well there's it's always the thing about the price like you know is the you know is the it's a remake you know it's or it's or it's eight hours long i mean is it really worth like you know the 60 70 dollar price point you have to think about like you know did this game like how this game is like taken after you like you know this game's amazing yeah like you know it well deserves that price point you know like, I think you know, just the Naughty Dog on a piece of box exactly. is worth like, seventy dollars well, to me. Oh, exactly. I mean, they've never stirred you wrong, so you're they're we're like, hey, you're guaranteed. Like, if you put that price point, I'll do it because I mean, you've never disappointed me before, so I know you know. I know that you know what you're doing. Yeah. 
So I happily play that. I don't think we need to stick on that much longer. I, nah. I, I, I love the game. This is one of my favorite of all time. And mm-hmm. uh, I can't wait to talk to you about it today. Um, before we jump chapter by chapter, I want to quickly touch on weapons and leveling. Um, two, two things I want to point out with the leveling. Leveling is fine. I kind of like it. I, I immediately jumped into Shiv Master. I like like I like when sure. uh, clickers, I can get away from clickers. That's kind of the most scary part of the game. So once you put that on, like, I feel like much better. Um, oh, and I played this on hard, by the way. Um, I just wanted to. I threw it on hard. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, it, there were some parts that were difficult. There's one part, and when we get to it in the chapters, is I think the hardest level in the game. But aside from that, I it wasn't that bad. So I played it yeah. on hard, but I didn't really notice too too much of a difference. I still had plenty of stuff on me. I, the, mm. the only thing I kind of noticed was I felt like I was kind of low on ammo. Uh, but okay. there was only one time where I was literally out and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do here. But aside from that, I, I thought it was fine. My favorite part is the workbench is so good. Yes. You take it apart, you upgrade. Some of the upgrades are useless, I think. I think I'm, I'm reminded of the revolver. There's an upgrade for the reload speed that makes it 5% faster. I was like, what's the point of yeah. making a 5% yeah, faster? Yeah, I like, yeah, no, I, if anything, from the way I just like the way everything every time you level up a gun you can see that he kind of they show what they're doing to the gun so it yeah. changes and i'm like okay i I, do, I like the way they do that me too they, they you kind of either get a tool and they like yeah something you can off. see like i think i forget I, I think it's on one of the guns like he puts holes in the barrel or whatever like it's oh pretty, it's yeah yeah cool. i think the flamethrower i think he does that with the flame i don't remember um i like uh I, my favorite part is when they replace the barrel i don't know why the but barrel, yeah. Oh, yeah when they take a barrel yeah. off and it's like uh, and he like replay it. So some reason is satisfying mm-hmm. to me. I'm not really sure why, but that that's some yeah. of my favorite part is upgrading those guns. Put the scope on something. And then um, leveling. What was what was the first thing you jumped into? I'm, I'm always curious, like what people use, like their vitamins or whatever supplements. What what was yeah. like the first thing you got? If anything, I like I I did pretty much just to get double the crafting mm. uh, resources, just because I'm always using shivs and I'm always like. I'm always using the materials to like, um, like with the shivs, you know, you have to use scissors and I think paper, I forget what it was. And you get the durability, right? Yeah. 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 So I, I read, I like using that for that. And then the, the melee weapons, I always like crafting the melee weapons. Like if I find a bat, I'm like, Oh, you can upgrade it to make it like a spike bat or something. Yeah. I like that too. That's always always very satisfying to get more resources. I always go for that first. The training manuals are very satisfying too. When you pick them up and like, Mm-hmm. whenever it was like uh i remember the training manual that gives you um more durability on modded weapons and once you get that mm-hmm. done you're like oh i have like three one hit kills on this like bad or something it's very mm-hmm. very cool um all right let's let's jump in let's go we're just gonna go basically throughout the game now and we're gonna talk about chapter by chapter i have a few notes here um let me know if there's a specific chapter you want to talk about alex but it's uh let's we started in hometown that's the chapter name that's where you begin the game you start off as sarah Walking around, you're kind of. This is outbreak day, is what it's called in the in universe. Um, some standpoints here is we see early signs of Joel being ruthless. I'm reminded of when you're driving down the road, and there's a family, and Tommy and and both Sarah are like, "Oh, we have to stop," and Joel says, "Don't stop. We can't yeah, stop." Like, no. And and they keep going, and that's kind of what I, we get that first taste of like Joel is wants to survive, and he doesn't really care what he has to do. Um. Yeah. Something, um, I don't know if you knew this, and I don't think many people know this, but they added, for when Sarah dies, they added Joel's watch breaking. 
So in the original mm -hmm. game, it does not break when that happens. The cutscene okay. happens. You can still see his watch is fine. Uh, presumably, it breaks at some point between the twenty year jump. But well, they we know why it's broken. Yeah, in this I mean, one. Um, yeah, we know, well, we know why they added that in. Yeah, they as a, like a reminder of Sarah's death. Mm -hmm. So they changed they changed that. I think it was a good change. It is unclear if the watch like broke when he fell. Or if it like I'm blocked a bullet or something, I assume it broke when he fell. Because I assume yeah, I think, yeah. the guy had a rifle, so I don't think a, a watch would do literally anything to like a. No, I, I think yeah, I, th I think once he fell with Sarah in his arms, uh, it, that's broke. when it broke. And to stay with the watch for a second, okay, I think that is such a a good thing to know about Joe that like. He never takes it off throughout the entirety yeah. of the game. He always wears that watch as a symbol of he doesn't talk about Sarah, but he never really let go because mm -hmm. he can't take the watch off. I don't like I, and I love that you don't you never see him even take it off. He doesn't like make it a big deal. Um, I love at that scene where Ellie says your watch is broken and he just kind of touches it. He looks away and just doesn't really say anything. And the scene just moves on. And I think the watch is one of the best uh writing decisions made in the game just because it's it says so much that he kept this broken watch from oh for sure one, I mean, for 20 years like that's yeah, a long yeah, time i mean it's a gift it's the last gift he got from his daughter yeah and he just he can't he can't and i think that plays in with the theming of the game of mm. he he got he had a daughter he lost her and he kind of found another one and he doesn't want that to happen again but we'll cover that yeah. later of course after that, we uh, go to the... It's called the Quarantine Zone. There's a couple things that happens in this one. Notably, we meet Ellie at the end, but to before we get there, I want to stop with uh, start with um, Joel and Tess. It seems that there is some sort of relationship between them. It's unclear if it's strictly platonic. I would assume no, just the way that they talk to each other, but it seems like it definitely is not a love relationship, not in like no, a I think, classic sense. I think they've just known each other for so long. They're, they're probably best friends, and they just maybe had a fling or something. Yeah, they probably... He, I think he mentions, yeah. he's like, oh, this would... Or we could go on a date, or, yeah. or he says this something like about a date. date and, this is like a date. Yeah. This is kind of like us on a date, and she's like, yeah. I, uh, you're such a romantic... She jokes that he's like not very romantic or something. Yeah. So they either they've had a fling before they've always had something because even Bill later on he's like oh you know where's Tess you guys are you guys are, you guys are yeah. separate separated yeah. so they've been together so long that Bill's even surprised they weren't together yeah um and um to circle back to the twenty year time jump I like that we don't and we still don't um mm -hmm. even if you play part two uh, light spoiler sorry about that but you don't really know what happens in that twenty years you can kind of piece together yeah. with a couple letters like throughout the world but we don't know what joel really has been through we get hints that he was ruthless he mm -hmm. survived right and i think you have to be if you live 20 years in this world but you get kind of hints that he was probably a hunter or he at least was someone that killed people for maybe resources or something but we don't really know and i and i kind of like that i like that we just we mm -hmm. just kind of have to guess like we assume he's ruthless yeah. throughout the game yeah. but we don't really know what he did no i mean i'm we assume that you know he's been through some stuff yeah um this ends with of course uh the car uh the last one the cargo i love that one because 
he uh that that is a reference to them getting ellie for the first time and mm-hmm. we're introduced to marlene um i meant to cover this before but of course marlene played by i think her name is marlene or merlel dandridge and we'll cover the full cast in a second but um everyone's uh acting is amazing Phenomenal. in this game like yeah. it's i think uh it, it should be like in books written by like game devs like I, I when I see a character like I don't even see really a video game person I just see someone it's, acting kind of in front of me it's very cause, strange because I know in game awards you know we get you know you know we have like oh you know best performing or whatever you know for certain voice actors but I don't I'm not familiar with other uh award shows like so for example Oscars yeah. or Emmys like would would you think it's weird if like for Oscars for movies correct yeah. Do you would you would you would it be weird to add a video game character Ooh, for the performance? I love that, that question. I love that question because um, like, their performance. I mean, I mean, Troy Baker and you know Ashley Johnson. I I would give them an Oscar. Yeah, I would too. I would give them whatever the highest accolade we could possibly. Like, give why them. don't video games count? It's a it's a media, so why couldn't they be part of that? That's a great question. I'm sure someone listening right now probably knows more than I do. I don't know the Oscars mm-hmm. well, but I don't even think they allow TV shows. Do they allow TV shows on there? I think they do. So it's either I'll... Oscars or Emmys, whichever ones that, that allows like other medias other than big hype tech movies. Yeah. So like whatever one that does both movies and TV shows, I feel like yeah, exactly. At that one. some point, we should probably do best acting performance in a video. I mean, game. like I don't think that's I mean, crazy. Imagine um, the in Red Dead Two for people. I mean. It's kind of Man, the main character of Red Dead 2, Arthur yeah. Morgan. His acting was great. I mean, blew me away. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, it's awesome. So, I, yeah, I agree that there's, we should do something. Like, I would love if some, someone did something in, in that category, like just best acting, this period, just in, in video games. Yeah. And, and I mean, that means in everything. Troy Baker, my God. Yeah, Troy. Jeez. I think it's called Discography. It's amazing. It's mm-hmm. As long as a dictionary, probably at this point. <laughs> um but yeah we end uh it's clear that joel and tess don't really want to bring on the cargo they need these guns but they're like uh, but uh marlene's like we already sold them but i'll get you the guns if you do me a favor and it's transporting this girl and they and i like that they don't really tell her why they're like oh, okay we'll smuggle this girl out, whatever but we don't know why until mm-hmm the test is performed on her and she comes up as infected which is strange mm-hmm. but nothing but she's immune yeah that was that is that is really cool that if if she is tested it says infected but yeah. nothing is going on with her so she has the stuff but it just yeah, no, isn't like, yeah, like right not doing now, anything like yeah so like right now she's probably like deep in she she would be like a clicker if if it was normal mm-hmm yeah yeah, but she like, would be. She would be. Yeah, she'd be pretty something. messed up. It'd be. It, it takes two days, I think, to kill someone when they're bitten. So mm-hmm. that's pretty fast. Um, we uh leave that with them leaving. We go to the outskirts. Uh, this is when you go to the outside downtown. This is when Tess dies. Um, she goes out. She gets bitten. Um, when Joel, mm-hmm. uh, Tess and Ellie get split up. Um, and she's and that kind of convinces her like we have to do this because this is two hours I think ago or something and she's like she's been bitten for three weeks and I'm already she was like already kind of feeling strange so that kind of motivates Joel and I do like the the subtlety of of if there was anything between us you'll do this for me and I was like wow that was a very powerful scene very it was very quick mm-hmm. 
It was very powerful, like, with Tess kind of just begging Joel to do this. And he finally goes, like, fine. Like, like, he, yeah. he just still doesn't really want to do it, but he's like, no, for sure. Feels kind of compelled, so he's like, whatever, I'll do it. Yeah, she was, she was like, as my dying wish, you yeah. know, I need you to do this. Yeah, and then uh, a little bit past that, we get kind of a sprinkling of Joel just not wanting to talk about it. She's like, hey, I'm uh, Ellie says, I'm sorry about Tess. And he just goes, do not bring her up anymore. Like, yeah, that just tells you how he's dealing with mm-hmm. grief is just not talking about yeah, it. He's, yeah, he, he, yeah, he's not good with grief. Yeah, clearly. And then um, we get little sprinklings, but we get it more in the, the next chapter. But we get little sprinklings that Joel's just kind of annoyed. He doesn't really want a kid. With them, my favorite one of my favorite uh, examples of this is her whistling. She's like, she's doing that, and he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm trying to whistle," and he's like, "Oh my god!" And then I like that. I think at the end of that chapter, she mm-hmm. just she just goes, she finally, she finally she's like, whistles. "I learned," and he goes, "That's something else you can annoy me with." And I was like, "God, mm-hmm. he very much does not like her really much right now." And I like that yeah. it just keeps being played up that he's like. Oh my god! Like you're gonna annoy me with this now, and he's an and he's he's kind of annoyed about the comic books, but he still grabs him for it and things. So mm-hmm. very very fun. Then we get into this is Bill's town again. I love this one. Um, so I feel like we get a lot of we kind of get a lot of background on Joel here, but again, it's all subtext. It's never really told, but you have to assume a lot of things. Yeah. So Joel says he knows he's here, but he's never been here before. So that. That insinuates that that Bill and them were friendly, and that he knows where Bill would have went to whenever they finished whatever they did. So this is the first time they've met. And what I find most interesting, and I would love to know, but again, I love that we don't know. But but he but he comes to he, they finally meet up with Bill after like going through the traps and finding him like in his little safe house place. And and Joel Joel goes, uh, I I need uh, a car. And Bill goes, if I had a battery, I'm not going to give it to you. And Joel just kind of says, like, but you owe me. And that's all he says. And Bill goes, mm-hmm. fine. And I'm like, wow, what, what did is it? What did Joel do so bad that not only is he going to get get him a battery throughout his town with full of infected, but he also mentions that if he had the battery, he would leave. So he's giving up both a battery he wants and one that he doesn't even know it's there. So what? Joel must have done Sometime. something crazy to, to to talk to just be able to mention you owe me. And Bill goes fine, and that's crazy. And then we get the banter, of course, that you mentioned between Bill and Ellie throughout this whole chapter. It's so great. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that yeah, she, that she uh, goes through his comics or, or magazines or whatever records. he got over there, the records too. And he just he just like smacks her hand. He's like, stop touching my shit. And just walks away. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. You were yeah, going he's to like, don't you touch anything, but you lose shit. Yeah, he calls her a little shit a lot. I don't know. <laughs> he very much likes that. Mm-hmm. He very much likes that. But yeah, all the banter between them. I mean, every time they say something to that, I'm pretty much smiling just because it's, it's mm-hmm. very fun. Um, and then he mentions that he had a partner. He doesn't really go into it, but we find later that his partner was a gay partner that he had, which kind of goes back into how sad this universe is just kind of how down everything is because we don't even find the lover was even like in a good spot he was bitten he hung himself after Mm -hmm. getting bitten but then in his dying suicide letter spent it 
lamenting how much he hated him. How much mm-hmm. he hated Bill, which is like salt on the wound and then more salt and then burning the salt off of your body. Like the like how incredibly sad that entire almost like B plot, not even B plot, it's like a C plot happening in the background that you didn't really know about. And Bill's just mm-hmm. talking of how sad of how he like yeah, he's like, good luck. So, yeah good luck he was like kind of pissed he's like what do you and then he finds like the stuff he's like what are you gonna steal my shit and leave i forget his name do you remember the guy's name that he oh god i don't remember uh, I, i'm struggling here yeah if, if you can try and find it it's fine but um uh oh and i, I there, when i was doing my collectibles run frank. i frank thank you thank you um when i was doing my collectibles run i had director's commentary on for some scenes and this stood out for me because uh, Neil Druckmann brings up this scene with Bill staring at Frank and for, and he, he, you can see in his face, Bill goes from like sadness and like in a weak spot, he cuts him down. He looks down for a second. He's very sad. And then within a few seconds, the bill persona's back and he like puts his face back on and, and he's like acting like he doesn't care. And he's like good riddance or what, you know, he, he talks shit and walks away. And, I thought that was great acting as well. That that was just another example of the amazing acting in this game. Yeah, it's um I didn't know that um Bill never finds out about Tess's death. No, 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 Joel never yeah, talks about yeah, it. Yeah, and and my I'm wondering if maybe like cuz if is it Bill was good friends with Tess, I wonder if maybe he he liked her or something. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe yeah, yeah, that that was unclear. He definitely wanted to know because he kept bringing it up. He was like, uh, and he was just like, ah, we, uh, I think Joel says we had differences or or she had something, or she was busy or something, and Bill just laughs it off like, sure. So like, mm-hmm. I wonder if Bill kind of thinks like something bad happened or like I don't think he he's jumping to she's dead. I think he's just like, all right, something bad happened. Either they got into an argument or or she's yeah. hurt or something, but. But yeah, I, I, that is a good point that at no point does Joel, again, as an example of him trying to handle his grief, he just doesn't bring it up, doesn't talk about it. Whenever he brings it up, he just kind of deflects and doesn't really yeah. say anything. Now, I'm pretty sure I nailed these. I had to go this off memory because I couldn't find it, uh, uh, a seasonal breakdown, but it does have a seasonal theme throughout the game. And I believe mm-hmm. this is when fall hits, pretty sure. We're going into Pittsburgh. Now, this is one of my favorite levels of Alone and Forsaken. Uh, that's the chapter called, and you're driving, and he's, you know, the guy comes out, he's like, oh, I'm hurt. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, ha. And then we get a little taste of Joel at the end of that encounter. Whenever, when you kill everyone and you're done, first off, you open that door and you see these people are chopping people up, mm-hmm. assumably to eat them, which is like, whoa. Yeah. Um, but Ellie goes, how did you know? And Joel just says, I've been on both sides of, of that ambush. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. So he's not even hiding. He's not even hiding that no. he's he's been one of these people that. Yeah. And yeah. And, and then she was like, how many? Well, she either says, how many people have you killed or how many? Uh, she asks how many? Th- I think I forgot what it was. She said she had. She, she, she was no, like, you're right. Have you done this or how many people have you killed? I think I think like, he said something. He just again, the flex. He's, he's like, eh. And it's and just doesn't think about it again. This guy probably yeah. has killed. 
I mean, 50 plus easily, yeah. probably. So, yeah, like, 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 technically, Joel is a bad guy. I mean, Joel's pretty bad. And we'll we'll get into yeah. that theming at the end. But, yeah, is, is Joel a bad guy or uh, or is he just yeah. a product? Who knows? We'll, we'll talk about it at the end. Um, Hotel Lobby, one of the chapters in this game. Loved it. This is a, this is a perfect example of why I love The Last of Us setting so much. So it's been 20 years since Outbreak Day. And it has a beautiful fusion of nature overtaking the world that we currently live in. And I think mm -hmm. the hotel lobby is a perfect example of what I mean by that. So when you walk in, you can still tell it's a hotel lobby, but there's vines everywhere. This grass, yep. the the first off things broken through the, the buildings. Yeah, yeah. Hush holes everywhere because there's bombings and there's light mm. coming through the 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 lobby, like illuminating the ground and things. So there's so many things that point out. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the funniest things in these games is like you guys trust elevators a lot because it's been twenty years. You jumping on the when he jumped on the elevator, I'm like, what did you expect, bro? <laughs> like, it's been yeah. twenty years. Yeah. No one's maintained this twenty, if not longer, years, and you're just jumping around this thing. No wonder it fell. Um, and then um, let's see, and if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, I should be nailing this. Joel has the near death experience here. As you're going the through the level, he's almost getting like yeah, he's getting pushed into the water. Yeah, he is going to die. I think if Ellie was not there, I think it was pretty given that he would die, he would yeah. die there. So um, Ellie shot that dude in the face, right in the face, and that is her first kill. And then it, it kind of points uh, Joel's, um, I guess you could say, thick headedness here because he his first mm -hmm. response is to lash out at her. He immediately goes like, "What are you doing? I told you to wait." And she goes like, like bro, I, I love her. Died. Well, I love her response is like, but you're happy I didn't, right? <laughs> this is like, I, you would be dead right now if I didn't. Yeah, right. And she's like trying to reason with him. He's like, no. And he's just not having it. And this is her first time of her kind of lashing back, which I like. He, she she finally takes it. He's like, you you could say, good job, Ellie. Hey, thanks. I'm not dead, Ellie. Like things like that. And he just basically shrugged off. He's like, shut up. And and he's just like, yeah. oh, and he, he goes like, from now on, you listen to me. And it's yeah. so, and it's such a strange response to how he was doing it because he would have been dead, but he just doesn't. He just is seething with I'm, rage. I'm that wondering that if maybe he's just disappointed himself that he's like, oh, you know, I'm, I didn't. I, I just get a dude come out of something. Yeah, I think I think it's a mix of that. I think it's a mix of like, just this. Uh, I'm blanking on Ellie's age. Eleven. She's four. She's no. She's fourteen. Fourteen. I was way off. Um. She's 14. I, I fuck my fuck up made this 14 year old have to shoot someone in the face. Maybe that's a little bit of it, too. I don't know. But in the following scene, he go he goes from not letting her have a gun to, hey, take this rifle and cover me while I go kill mm -hmm. these fucking people. And this is actually the level I mentioned earlier. This was incredibly hard. This is this is really the only level I had difficulties with because of there's a sniper. There's people running at you with melee weapons. Mm -hmm. I have people on my left shooting me. Every now and then there's a Molotov. This was incredibly hard on, on the hard setting. Uh, but it was it was still fun, but I was getting my ass kicked. Um But I but I enjoy I enjoyed this level. I, I love this kind of onslaught. One of my favorite parts of Last of Us is when you have these kind of set pieces where it's like, all right, we have to hold this ground or you have to like kill like these people. It's very satisfying. Um and then uh uh Ellie is trusted with a gun at the end of this. Yeah. I like the throughout each each level. Because you can completely miss it, the optional conversations. 
Yep. We didn't actually bring um, that up. That's a good bring up that, uh, um, uh, like for example, in this one, you know, there's like a, a body hanging right, yeah. right there in that, in that, and literally the first time I played it, I completely skipped it. I yep. didn't even see it, but I went back towards, uh, for the collection, uh, the collectibles. And it was said that was one of the optional dialogues. I'm like, oh, so I started walking up to it and they started just talking and giving more, you know, just more and more conversation. I was like, oh, conversation. Yeah, lore. Yeah. yeah, I like I that. Was like, I love that the game has way more. You can literally skip a bunch of like dialogue or you can have extra dialogue. Mm -hmm. Like later on, there's one about her talking about that. She's in she was in the the school, the military school. Yes, yes, para, yeah. they find, like, paramilitary school, and she was like, yeah, yeah, I was there, too. We see a little bit of that in Left Behind, yeah. um, where she was in, like, dorms and things, and, and she had mm -hmm. training, which kind of highlights why she's good with guns. I actually, yeah. that was one of the things I forgot when I was playing this game at the beginning. When she used it, I was like, how does she know how to use guns? Like, that's kind of, like, unreasonable, and then, of course, playing this game, I'm like, of course, yeah. first off. Why would you not teach any everyone how to use yeah, a gun definitely. in this terrible place? And then second off, yeah. every checkpoint, whatever you want to call them, areas are under martial law. So that means the military is in charge. So, of course, mm -hmm. the military are going to train you like a bunch of military grunts. And they're, Soldiers, just, yeah. they're, and they're going to teach you all the stuff. So that, was yeah. a, that is a good point to, to bring up. Yeah, and I, I yeah, love the I uh, that conversation. We would have known she was in you know, school. And I love when, uh, since you brought up the hanging body, I like that uh, Ellie goes like, oh, that's brutal. And Joel quickly hits that with, that's not much different than what the military does. He, he goes like, the military does yeah. pretty much the same shit. And, and I love that you keep with that gray. There's no black and white really in this game. Everything is just mm. this unclear gray. Even the fireflies are not, it's not clear that they're good, but I think they think they are, but are they the yeah. military clearly yeah. are drunk with some sort of power that they have to um and then of course at the end of this chapter we meet henry and sam one of the saddest mm -hmm. i think of the of the entire franchise um are these two what happens to them um but uh first off uh, i loved uh henry and sam of course played by let me grab them real quick um sam is played i'm gonna mess this up i apologize najid jeter and then Henry is played by Brandon Scott, both incredible actors. Um, in yeah, these this scenes. is the part that I was saying that I had completely forgot was in this game. I forgot that you have this this the suburbs scenes with the with them in the sewers and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think if I have to say one favorite part of the game, I want to say it might be the sewers because it mixes uh, a lot of environmental storytelling. It mixes a story of Ishmael. I don't know if people caught on to this. So if you do the collectibles, it tells a very beautiful mm -hmm. story. So the, when you hit the sewers level, of course, like Joel was like drowning and like comes back on, onto the, like, the sea bank and they like go through the sewers that they find, but you find a, a ship that's been banked. And if you read it, you read that the captain was like out on a shipping trip, I think, I, I, or he was like fishing and he comes back. Like I think a few days after outbreak day, and like he's like everything's fucked up and he goes and hides in the sewers and then you'll find later on that ish is like writing like letters and things and you find out that like mm -hmm. at first he wasn't letting people in but then he started letting people in he started making and a community started a school yep. yeah he started bringing kids in there was a bunch of families what i like is the story is told almost perfectly through ishmael's perspective but we're going through the level backwards 
So if you remember, you start off from the end of the sewers, but once you leave out, if you remember, you walk out and you turn around and it says, don't open infected inside. And everyone just goes, are mm-hmm. you fucking serious? <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, I, I wanted to bring a few things up in this uh, chapter, Alex, to you. You're a fan of Days Gone, so am I. Yes. We get a lot of, and this is going to get a little dark, uh, apologies, Achievers. Also, Alex, if you want to skip this, of course, let me know. But there are infected kids in Days Gone. Yeah. There are no kids at all in Last of Us. Now, you do see bodies of children. I'm reminded of the RV near the end of the game where it's a picture of a family. And if you turn it around, it says, forgive us. It's and a, then it's, yeah, and there's a cover over there's a, the body. There's a cover so over you see an outline, but you, you know, your mind, you, you put it, two and two together. Yeah. It's clearly children there. Yeah. There aren't any infected That's kids. Hard. It's pretty rough. There's a lot that of rough. Hard. It's pretty rough. And I think I definitely understand not wanting to put infected kids in a game. I mean, that's it's, it's pretty dark. I was actually shocked in Days Gone, and no one even mentioned it. I was kind of shocked that no one really brought it up, that, like, mm-hmm. we are killing children. And I was just interested that, do you think they didn't include it just because it's, kind of, you know, it's kind of in bad taste, right? You know, maybe a little. Yeah. Do you think that's kind of why? I mean, uh, I mean, it could be that because it could be, you know, there could be some, like, things that are sensitive. Yeah. Or, but maybe that's just, that's not what they're going for. Mm. so you know like you know you want to hope you know that the kids get out things like that but they don't want to emphasize but like yeah no look you know they're they're there but they with the rv scene they kind of have to be like they do have to be like but you know there was a story here. here yeah there's a there story, a story that, like right there and I then mean, it happened yeah, it says for you know forgive us so the i mean i took from that it's like you know they didn't want their kids to live up in this world in this the, uh messed up one yeah i couldn't tell what i i mean i think it's meant uh, to be great i was like are were they infected maybe and they were like well we no. we can't let them i don't know um i don't know I but it's, yeah it, i think it's like they just they're like we can't let them be in this world or something yeah i could i couldn't tell but um yeah, oh and uh, since we're bringing up the, <laughs> the very dark subjects <laughs> uh, something that points out to me in this game it kind of tells what joel it gives a reasoning why joel didn't end his life and i know this is uh, again getting very dark here but we find the scene with ellie and joel going through i want to say it was an apartment building and you go into the bathroom and you see a couple clearly committed suicide together and oh, ellie yeah. says oh they took the the easy way out and joel goes mm-hmm. trust me it it that is not the easy way out and that's yeah, kind of yeah. that's kind of it that's all he says and it kind of tells you that joel kind of wanted to but just can't he can't he kind he doesn't really want he didn't really want to but he just couldn't just that little line of like like trust me it isn't the easy easy way Mm -hmm. i think was spoke it's you could write essays on just that once one line i think yeah um and again uh i want to circle back to ishmael's incredible letter this is one of my favorite things in all of games is the, the collectibles that tells the story of ish and then apparently the only thing that killed all of those people was someone left the door open. That's what, that's it. So that, that's all it took is it, it, once you leave and go into the suburbs, there's one last letter of ish and someone had apparently left the door open when I think they left and then they came back and every, everything was fucked. Um, and that one is little, so sad. The one little yeah. mistake. One, one mistake killed everyone inside there. It's fucked up. 
let's see here that's pretty much the level of course we end incredibly sadly it looks like at some point um sam, sam was bitten or bit. okay it was bitten it looked like bit. scratches in the ankle. okay it when the pan when it panned down my my first time playing the game i was like oh he got bit the second time i was like wait are those scratches but i was like but yeah, i think it was it was a bite mark i think it was too it just it was so fast i couldn't tell but I think like with Last of Us, they always they always it's like every zombie game, you know, like certain things like you know scratch, bite, all counts, but like a bite mark is way more um, reflecting. Like you're like, oh, you know, it's a, it's a bite, you yeah. Know, versus like, oh, you know, you guys scratched, you know. I was like, oh, maybe you know, but a bite mark is like, you know, it's there's no going back. Yeah, ain't going, ain't going back. And um, it, he clearly he was scared. More symbolic. Yeah, and also um. I love that he was kind of trying to make light of it with Ellie. He was like, do you think there's people like you think people are still in there? And Ellie, not knowing the situation, just goes, no, no, they're they're gone. They're long gone. And he just kind of goes silent for a second. And then it, and the he, Ellie l- l- lets him go to sleep. She leaves the room and he just kind of looks at us. Yeah. And you, we're told that he got scratched. Cause, yeah, because yeah, cause when he got the toy, he threw it on the floor. And I was like, that's yeah, right. Yeah. I was like, I remember. And then um, the next morning is heartbreaking. Um, yep, Henry's yeah, like, everybody was all cool. go, go wake him up. And Ellie does. And he's, 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 well, he's just, he's just standing there and shaking a little bit. Yep. And goes to attack him. Joel immediately goes to shoot him. And Henry go, it shoots the ground. Like, don't you dare. You can't. And he's, yeah. and he, and I love Joel just goes, Fuck it goes. Henry does it. Points the gun at them. Joel's like, I'm going to take the gun away. Like, it's okay, and of course we all know how it ends. Mm-hmm. Um, and Henry was like, "I fuck, yeah, fuck this, yeah." Um, very, very sad. I, I think it is the saddest thing I think in both games, and I, I grew, I grew to love their relationship very well. Although Henry was a bit of a hard ass, um, but you can under, mm-hmm. you can understand probably why. Yeah, that ends. We pick up back going towards uh, Tommy. Um, I believe all Joel knows that Tommy is near here i don't think he knows like he's in a settlement or anything i think he just knows that tommy should be around this area yeah he's in around this area and um it looks like there was a pretty large falling out between joel and tommy Uh, apparently tommy wanted to join the fireflies because he had it um i believe joel's exact words was like sympathize with their message but then joel Mm -hmm. joel was very much not in that realm at all and i love that uh ellie just goes so like what happened between you two and he's like, why aren't you guys together? And he just goes, I think his last words were, I never want to see your fucking face ever again or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah so something really like, bad. Yep. Yeah. He's like, something pretty bad happened. Um, but then, of course, you, you go to the settlement, you walk through. You get the trophy for not high fiving Ellie, which is very sad. I had to actually mm-hmm. restart the checkpoint because so, I felt way too bad for not high fiving. So, so I forgot that that's what you were supposed to do. And I was running around. Like I was, I just ran past her real quick. I didn't, I forgot that you, that, that happens with the high five and I just started running and she's like, oh, okay then. And I was like, I was like, mm-hmm. no, I was, I wanted to high five you. And, and then I got the trophy and I was like, well, okay, I guess I didn't miss anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I had read the trophies prior and I was like, oh, this is, I didn't know actually what they meant by left hanging. I was like, is she hanging from a rope or something yeah. that I don't remember? And then I, as soon as she went to high five me, I was like, oh, leave her hanging for the high five. And yeah. I felt so guilty. I immediately restarted the checkpoint and high fived her because, like, she would seem so down when I didn't high five her. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to quickly go to this 
again, continuing the theme of loss. We're talking with Tommy. We're talking with Joel. Joel goes, hey, we need to talk privately because I need to basically tell you that I have the savior of humanity with me and I need to get her to the fireflies. Mm-hmm. But before that, Tommy grabs a picture of Sarah. So they apparently they had went back to Chicago, he went back to, uh, Texas, Texas. Thank you. Yeah. Couldn't uh, completely blanked on where they used to live. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, he went back to Texas. Texas found the picture, gave it to him, and Joel refuses it. And I was, I remember the first time I played it, I was shocked, and this time it's no different. I was just incredibly shocked, where it's like he can't even he can't even have the picture. Like, he he looked at it and went, I'm I'm good. I would, I will, I feel like he, Joel feels like he's uh, um, like he doesn't, he's disappointed or or not, or not disappointed or, um, he let her down, you know. She yeah. died, you know. Bailed. He was like, you know, I, I feel, I, I'm not worthy of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is of course the chapter where Ellie runs away. You can tell that there's a weird relation, not relationship. Sorry, there's a weird kind of in between between mm-hmm. Joel and her, and she's kind of being distant a little bit. She's very sad that that she's about to lose someone again, and yeah. she runs away. She steals a horse, runs away to this ranch house. And Joel finds her again, and they go hard at each other. They go hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you remember the scene better than I do, but I believe Ellie says something on the lines of, I'm not like Sarah. And you could tell that just, mm-hmm. and you could tell Joel's face just no, went he, from yeah, like, she's like, I'm not, I'm not, she's like, nothing's going to happen to me. I'm not, I'm like, not, I'm yeah, there. I'm not like Sarah. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not, like, you know, I'm not Sarah. And he was like, he's like, no, you're not. Yeah. Or no, he's, you know, he says, he said, Ellie, you're running on a really fine, a running a thin line here. Real thin line. And then she says that. And then he's like, you're right. Uh, you're sure as hell not my daughter. And, and I, I sure as hell your ain't your dad. And yeah. it just ends there. And they just walk away. Oof. He gets that on the horse. Like, that was a rough scene. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I forgot it was coming up. It was one of those things where I was like, when we were going to, I was like, what is this about to happen? And then when we get yeah. to the scene, I was like, oh, that's right. They're about to go at each other. They're going to go for mm-hmm. throats here. And they did. And, um, uh, and of course, uh, Ellie basically goes like, oh, it, you know, sorry. Uh, I don't want to be left behind again, but like everyone else did. And, and Joel kind of breaks a little bit. He, he goes, um, and takes her with, he, he basically says to Tommy, like, Hey, if you don't mind, let me take this horse. I'll actually take Ellie. He mm-hmm. reiterates where he's going. He's like this, a big science building looks like a mirror, right? And Tommy just goes, "Yeah." And then as he's leaving, Tommy goes, "You know, you can, you can come back when you're done. Yeah, you have a place here." And Joel just kind of nods and takes the horse and goes away. Yep. And uh, you see Ellie, he's Ellie's like, "What?" Ellie's like, "Whoa." She's like, I, "That that's that's definitely mixed signals. I thought we were in a very bad place. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was a bit of a a a hard right turn as well, but." You know, it was a kind of a long walk back, so maybe there was, maybe Joel had time to settle it. down. Really saying this to a fourteen-year-old. A fourteen-year-old. That's a good I mean, point. That's a good point. He's probably like, eh, I probably shouldn't have said that. And then it felt yeah. bad. And he's like, you know what? I'll take you. Let's let's do it. Yeah. Then we go to the university. Before we start the university, I want to bring up my least favorite part of this game, and I'm curious if you think think so too. Okay. It's simply the weapon, the flamethrower. We are in such a realm of realism in this once. game, and we get the flamethrower, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? 
Like I, I, I didn't use it once just because I was like, it's like I have it. Everything is on my back, but the flamethrower. And I'm like, why am I? Why do I have this flamethrower? Like I literally so went place. to use it once, and I'm like, this is so out of place. I'm not yeah. using this. Yeah, it's so strange. I'm very curious who said it. Who used it? the Molotovs before I used the flamethrower? Yeah, I I just it's not a bad weapon. At least a little bit I use. But it just feels weird when I'm using the flame. I'm Joel. I, I'm not like a... Honestly, I feel like the Molotovs are stronger. If I like probably to are. fight to kill the, the bloaters, the big uh, ones, I think I used three or four Molotovs versus like I had like the flamethrower. I felt like it took forever. I usually with the bloaters, I'll, I'll throw like two Molotovs. And for some reason, I always have shotgun ammo. I'm not really sure why. I mm -hmm. always almost am filled with shotgun. So I always take my shotgun you, out and just bam, bam, your bam. Your conscious always tells you just have it. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But I'm my the shotgun was basically the killer of bloaters. Like I took that thing out and I would shoot him in the head, back up, shoot him in the head, back up, you know, do the thing. Mm -hmm. it was, uh, that was a good fight. But at least it had the subtext of the flamethrower being in the science building. At least it was in a university. So you can kind of use your imagination. Oh, okay, so like. Go big horns. This, yeah, go big horn. The science people maybe went like, oh, I can make a flamethrower pretty easily. They got like Nate, but still, it, I, I just, I very much don't like it. In a game where it's almost not telling you it's a video game, that is like the most video gamey weapon you can give somebody is a fucking flamethrower. No, for sure. Let's see here. Um, oh, I loved the, there are scattered uh, voice recordings around the yes, university. The, the scientist, yeah. And I actually missed this one in my, my first playthrough of part one. So like mm -hmm. I missed this collectible in my collectible run. I found the voice recording of why the scientist died. Cause I didn't know why he died. I figured like he got hurt or something. I don't know, but I found out that he had got bit by a monkey that they were testing. That they're testing on. Yep. On. And I was like, that's very dangerous. Why were you playing with this mm -hmm. thing? But there's even a voice record of like, I guess him petting it and it, he just gets bit and he's like, Oh fuck, I got bit. And he's yeah, just and like, like, I'm dead. You just find the body just sitting in a chair, like looking at the window. And yep. that's the second, that's where the second verse recorder, I think is the la uh, Yeah. I, well, no, the I think song? that's the fourth and the it's, last one? Uh, yeah, it's the last one. It's like it's next to the body, and he pretty much just said, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. I assume he did something and ended his life. Um mm -hmm. and then this is another example of the fireflies just dying out because this is not yet another. We went to the Capitol building, everyone was dead. We went mm -hmm. to um what was the other place? I don't know. There's a bunch of places where the fireflies were dead. We're finding their uh, dog tags everywhere as a form of collectible. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very smart yeah. storytelling that these dog tags belong to people, so they're all dead. Mm -hmm. So like they're all dying. So that tells you there like was, right. Um, there is one. There's a firefly guy at right when you get Ellie. Right at the very beginning when uh, right before you start leave. Uh, right next to the newspaper thing, there's a dead body. That's where you get your first firefly pendant from. Yeah, the, from the mission. And then I think they ask, and then I think Ellie asks about it or something. One of my favorite ones is actually, and I missed this again, had to get it in my collectible run. The bloater in the university, when you kill him, he has mm -hmm. a pendant on him. And I was like, that yep. is cool. So that tells yep. us that like, like hell of a long time ago been, that this yep. guy got, got infected and it's just been here and slowly became mm -hmm. a bloater um, over yep. time. Which means, like, I wonder how, how long the fireflies have been around, like, since day one, or like, you know, like, bloaters are like some of the earliest infected, is what they say. No, no, no. And, 
oh yeah. sorry i missed that yeah. did i miss what well, you were saying, saying? Like, well i'm saying like no yeah the blunders are the earliest ones but like for it being a firefly uh how long have the firefly been around since like day one of the outbreak since good outbreak point. day or like you know that's a good point they, could... they they did say stages i don't remember how long it had to be for a bloater but if you remember they had the the stages on a piece of paper, I think early in the mm-hmm. game, it, stage one was um, runners, stage two are stalkers, stage three are clickers, and stage four is bloaters. But okay. I don't remember the time frames for bloaters because I think it was like I think it was like two months for a stalker. Clickers are years, I think, and then bloaters I think is like almost like near day one or or not no because in part not not spoiled fifteen years okay. Oh wow! Yeah, Blitters so have been infected for extremely long time. It takes about ten to fifteen years to become a bloater. Okay, wow. So that tells um, you that tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, because the clicker say the clicker can stay at this stage for about several years, meaning there will be likely even more clickers. And so then two bloaters. to seven years. Because yeah. when you get to when you were with I think I think it was with Bill. Bill, whenever you go to the high, the high school. Yeah. Uh yeah, there's one that that one bloater that's in the closet. Yes, and it's just it was just locked in there. That's forever. a good point. And I was, yeah. and I was like, well, who locked him in there? Was he already an infected when he got in there, or was it somebody? Was it did they just get turned and then they just pushed him in they there? They pushed him in, in there. there, you know. That's how I would see. Years, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Near the beginning, someone so like locked that, them in there, and he became a blur. That means that infected that that zombie or whatever it is is just sitting there, 10, 15 years, just sitting there. Yep. Yep. And then, then they heard something. They're like, finally, the door yeah, can open. Finally, I can eat something. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I started looking around, and I was like, that, there's like all the cordyceps everywhere in that room. Everywhere. It was yeah. gross. I was like, can I even walk in? I, was, I, I walked in. I was like, am I going to die? Because you assume there's spores, but that's like the one in time in the game where you're like, I guess it's fine because there aren't spores mm-hmm. in the air, but it definitely doesn't look like I should be walking around there. Oh, wow. Um, for clickers, that's this third stage. It takes roughly a year. So okay, so a year so, of infection. So so so, so clickers the mo- can stay can stay clickers for what, when they hit ten years. That's when it becomes a bloater. That's, it's wild. that's interesting. So the majority of the people that we kill are recently infected, which I never I guess really thought about. But everyone that we're killing because the majority of the people the yeah. infected are, are runners. Dude. So like that mm-hmm. means everyone's like less than a year old or could be you know a little bit more. Yeah. Interesting. I never thought about that. That's a good. That's good. That's a good way of looking at the game. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh yeah. Of course, we end this chapter with him falling on a piece of rhubarb sticking out of the ground, Oof. and it looks fucking awful. Like just picturing falling like, all of your weight straight through a rhubarb, and it clearly is like it looks like it's like somewhere where your kidney or that, your yeah liver kidney is like right around here. List so like well, well, the worst part to me was I love how fast he was like I, I you got to help me up. And like he's like, he's like pushing himself like stuff up so yeah. his body like can like move up and around the. Mm-hmm. It's so awful, so awful. It's probably rusty. Like he's done it before. He's like, you need to take me off of this thing. Oh god, it's so bad. Yeah. And, and then he's, he's just like walking slowly. And he's like, like, can you walk? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. Just keep going. Yeah, he's like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. And you're like capping people while you're walking, while you're like bleeding out. Yep. Um. Uh, and they keep it very ambiguous, of course. Me and I played it. We knew he lived, but it, they they keep it pretty held under wraps. He's alive, mm-hmm. and of course, the next scene we hit winter, and Ellie's hunting. You don't see mm-hmm. Joel for a while until he, until she makes it back and like has food. So you don't know if he's alive or not. But 
I don't know if you did this, Alex, but as soon as you start that chapter, mm-hmm. you get you, if you open up your bag, you have Ellie's collectibles. So you have mm-hmm. Riley's Firefly pen, and there's a few other things, but I think. Yep. And then you have Ellie's mom's nope. So, achievers, if you have not read this, it's very, very interesting. You should go and read it. It's the only thing Ellie has of her mother, aside from what Marlene has said, which apparently she doesn't talk too much about. Uh, yeah. But her her name was Anna, and she kind of infers that like, because I think they were like best friends or something. Yeah, well, I think inf- Anna and Marlene were like really good friends. Mm-hmm. And and it's like inferring that they were friends, and she, and Anna like made Marlene promise she'd keep her safe, mm-hmm. which is why she didn't join the fire, wasn't able to join the fireflies because Marlene said she couldn't because that would get in harm's way. And then um, what was notable is like she says like she never wanted kids, but apparently as soon as she saw Ellie, she was like that all that like left and and I and I wanted you and and I'm very curious. It's kind of same symbolism of what's happening here. Yeah, it is. With, That's true. With Joe and Ellie. Joe yeah. doesn't want nothing to do with this kid. And towards mm-hmm. the end of the game. I don't know if. It's implied that Anna's dead. And I'm curious. This is complete yes. fan theory between you and I. Because I don't think at any point does anyone say Anna is dead. I think it's just you're supposed to infer it. But do you think the reason Ellie is immune is that Anna got bit while she was pregnant? Possibly, yes. But Anna died, yeah, died, yeah, she, because Anna died just after giving birth, so she died for, I think, I'm assuming from childbirth. Or something else. Because, like, you still don't really know, right? So, I was curious because I'm reminded of, funny enough, the pandemic we just went through. If the mother developed COVID that gave the baby antibodies to fight COVID. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking like when it happened and I was like, well, did Anna get like infected while she was pregnant and it gave Ellie the ability to fight the off the, or at least neutralize it. Um, I don't know, but I, that's, that's kind of how I inferred like maybe right at around eight or nine months she gets bitten and like she now has to like force this baby out or or, or maybe she goes into labor like with the added stress of being bit yeah, and then like the little bit that had died a couple hours after ellie was born okay i missed i missed when it was like fully confirmed that she had died i i must be stupid um but that's yeah, just how i took it after, i was curious what you thought about few hours after birth she after that she read her letter during this time right before she died Oh, okay, interesting. So, which means the mother knew she was dying. Yes. When she was writing the letter, yeah, she knew she was dying. Yeah, so, so, so that means, yeah, you might be right. She was probably bitten. She gave birth. She was probably, I don't think anybody knew she was bitten. Oh, interesting. Because, because they wouldn't have that let would give, Ellie live. Yeah, that would give Marlene an idea, though, too. So that, I feel like that is true because Marlene seems to have been there. Yeah, because so, I'm assuming Anna's like, I'm pregnant. I'm about to give birth. She must have. She must have gotten bit. She gave. She uh, she didn't tell anybody. She gave birth to Ellie, and she baby's fine. And then she dies. She was like, and then Marlene. She probably or tells probably Marlene, tells Marlene killer or something. I got bit. I'm about to die. Please watch over Ellie. And she does the letter. She dies, and that's what. The key. oh, and the, it's the mother's switchblade too was in the bag too. The switchblade, which is the switchblade that she has. That yeah, I, yes, I forgot right. about that. 
good point yep um yeah that was just that was just a theory i i i had because i was reminded of funny enough the pandemic we just went through Mm -hmm. um um back to lakeside resort this start of winter on the hunt Mm. is what the chapter is called um nothing notable here at the beginning we're hunting this deer we find uh we follow the deer to a nearby i guess scouting i guess he was scouting i don't know what uh, David is his name was doing around this point with someone else, mm. but uh, voiced by Nolan North. Of course, we can't have a game without Nolan North in it, so he's here. Uh, incredible acting as as always from Nolan. Um, yep. What was your first impressions of David? Because the, from from moment zero, something about his eyes I was never with. He always freaked me out. He's clearly uh, supposed to be creepy, I guess, because just the way his face is to me, I was like, this dude looks like a fucking creep. Yeah, I think. His, yeah, no, he's a weirdo. Yeah, I wonder if from what they're doing, that's why they look like that. Maybe because he looks gray and weird. He just looks like a fucking weirdo. Like this is the best way I could put it. Um, he he's also clearly incredibly religious. I I don't know. It, it's unclear what they're religious to. Maybe it's hinting at something in part two. I won't spoil it here. Maybe it's them, but he's he's religious. He's like make he's like praying like while the infected are like him and Ellie are fighting and stuff. He's like thanking god and something so assumably it's it's christian but uh, again never told um yeah. another part where i watched with director commentary I, I wasn't able to watch all the cutscenes, but i watched this one um he told nolan uh neil Druckmann when he was directing him he said you're playing as david he um uh and he told him the background that we'll never see to help him act it out and apparently one of the things he told him is that he is uh uh he runs kind of a cult sort of like with their thing that they do. But we're never told that. So apparently Nolan like was able to use that in his acting. I think it it comes across very well. Um and I do love when they unveil or I guess David unveils that like the reason they're out there is like yeah, no, we heard we had reports from our men that a bunch of our men died. And it was due to this crazy man and a little girl. And he just looks at her. And Ellie's like, fuck. And just grabs a bow and is like, uh, step away and stuff. And they, and he uh, brings the uh, penicillin. Yeah, it was penicillin that she said. And got two bottles, took it back to Joel. And then clearly David was like, uh, well, you're not going to be gone for long. And he immediately sends a search party. And I know I keep harping on this, but another awesome example of storytelling without screaming at us is like while they're looking for Ellie, they're like, hey, look, you know, look for her. And like one of the things they say is like, we need to find her. Uh, David said, take her in alive. And another guy says, fuck that. He ki- she killed. They like she's responsible for like like a bunch of my friends dying. I'm killing her. And they're like, but David said, and he's like, fuck David, I don't care. And it, and again, it's like cool that like you're hearing like descendant among the ranks and stuff. Too. They're clearly upset. They yep. see Ellie and half of them are shooting at her. The other half are trying to grab her. So like you can you could tell some people are listening. Some people are like, no, I'm killing her. Um, yep. uh, and then uh, we get to like her, you know, sing around. And then, you know, eventually David captures her and it's very, very unsettling scene. It follows here um incredibly unsettling with david so they're literally chopping up a body as uh as uh sitting there uh she wakes up and he gives her food and she's like is there a 
is there a side of human in there? And he's like, you yeah, know, it's just deer. So she eats it and stuff, and he's fucking weirdo. He's like, I'm trying to talk everyone into not killing you. And she has her hands on the bar, and he grabs it, and he's like, because you're special. And he's clearly a fucking creep, and is like trying to fill mm-hmm. out if she wants to bang him. And yeah, my f- and the hero. best response is like Ellie like pretends to be into it and then just breaks his fucking finger, mm-hmm. and it's like go fuck yourself. And uh, and she ends it in such a perfect way of like he's like what am I supposed to tell the others? And she goes Ellie like he's like what? He's like Ellie. When they ask who broke your fucking finger, you could say it was Ellie. And I was like damn she's mm-hmm. she's so cool. And then he of course threatens her. He's like what'd you say little bitty pieces? And then just walks away like oh god such a great scene. What did you think of David overall? Mm-hmm. But because we're about to viciously murder his face, so um, he's he, I. Hmm. They made that character very compelling. Mm. Like, like it's just like, oof! Like, what has he gone through, or what has he gone through to make him be this way? Like, yep. um, like you would think. I mean, has he always been a cannibal? Has he yeah. always been like this? Like, what made him go over the edge? Is it because it's winter, maybe? And he's like, we had, you know, maybe like, maybe a couple winters ago, they were like, fuck it, we got to start eating people, and now, and then they, they got like yeah. okay with it. So like now they're just eating fucking people, like whatever. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, let's see. Oh, uh, my favorite scene is coming up. Um, so Joel wakes up, begins looking quick. for Ellie. Oh, quick, quick thing. Uh, Joel's getting waking up. If you he's in a basement of some house, right? If when you play Left Behind, which we'll talk about Left Behind, you see Ellie has him in a mall and that whole thing, you know. Yeah. So you, so Ellie has moved him from a mall on a horse, everything, all the way to this house. I'm like, this chick is has been dedicated to carry him. Yep. And moving him. Ellie is very good at what she was doing. Like she's yeah. very smart. She was able, she was able to uh pick up everything she was taught like from military, wow. the little bit that Joel taught her. I'm sure Marlene taught her some things too like of course Riley. I'm sure, I'm sure Joel's no no uh easy man to carry either. I'm sure he's probably like 2 210. She, yeah, she needed a fucking horse. <laughs> so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um and I remember when the game came out originally, people had issues with this because uh, the main gripe was like, how did Ellie move Joel? Yeah, and I guess no one thought about the horse because that was my first thing. Even as a kid, no offense to, to commentators at the time, I was like, she had a horse. So like, she probably well, tied yeah, him to the just, horse. Well to, well, to do you think he was dragged or do you think she, she actually was able to like put like tie him up and pull him over to the horse? I think that's what I would have done if I was little. I would have tied like a rope over the horse tied it on him and then kind of like pulley it and pull him until he's over there and trying to kind of like force him on May- the horse. maybe but you're a 14 year old girl i don't i don't think you're able to but it, it, i'm sure there was some finagling she was able to work something out yeah and and be able yeah. to transport him she's gonna manhandle like luisa from Encanto and just throw her <laughs> it's just as a scene with ellie just has joel on his back um he, she's just riding the horse like this <laughs> um uh, uh, joel wakes up uh, and my favorite scene is about to happen. He wakes up, goes, mm. he literally, the mo- I love it. The moment he wakes up, it tells you that he has fallen for Ellie. Of course, not in a weird mm-hmm. way, as as a, yeah, a very as a family love. Fatherly. Of, yeah. uh, and he immediately says Ellie. Just as soon as he wakes up, he's like, where's Ellie? And, and he says, Ellie walks around, hears people talking, and he goes, 
all right uh here here's little girl that they're still looking for joel although they don't know where he is so mm-hmm. you go start capping fools and then you grab mm-hmm. two of them and you take them away i think at this point it cuts back to ellie she's able to uh fool david in a thinking she's infected F- fucking brilliant by the way oh, yeah. yep. it's david's finger they go to fucking chop her head off and she goes you're infected i'm infected so you're infected now and, and he goes like i'll entertain her cuts the thing lifts up her thing to see it and and it, it looks like a bite it's it still looks like a bite even though it's probably three months old now probably more than that now and uh david doesn't buy it but um oh it looks like alex had to, uh uh we lost alex's computer signal he probably had to restart his score or something but it looks like he's trying to buy it um go. oh there we go looks like we got you back i think that was me i don't know yeah it- it's still, it's still messing up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Looks like it. I don't know. Something uh, we'll probably fix here in a second. But back to what we were talking about. Um, yeah, it's weird. You're just a great box of Discord. I don't know what's what's going on. But um, when David... Um, well, yeah, when she frees herself from David, he goes to uh, Chucha. I love that that she doesn't really talk them out of it. The other guy is like, kind of freaked out. He's like, she definitely looks infected. And, and David's just like, no, it's fine. And and she just grabs the cleaver and just yoinks that other dude just right in his neck, just like bang, like right right in like his uh neck, almost cutting his head off and and kills the guy and she's able to run away. Then we go to my favorite scene with Joel. It's very short, but it's him just you can you you see Joel as he has been in like in the past twenty years, just ruthless. He has these two people like uh basically wrapped up. He has one guy. And he's like, all right, you're going to show me where you're going after, like, beating the hell out of these people. He puts a knife in his knee, starts twisting it, grabs a map, says, you need to tell me where it is. Puts the knife. He writes it. Joel then snaps his neck. <laughs> Walks over to the other guy and goes, like, what the fuck, man? Like, uh, uh, he told you. He told, yeah, he told you. And he's like, I'm not telling you shit now. And he goes, don't worry. I believe him and then beats him with yep. a lead pipe. <laughs> like, holy shit, man. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just one of my I'm still messing up a little bit, so I'm trying my best to see. No, it's fine. It, it says I'm on. It's fine. If you need to, you can also restart Discord. I can vamp while you're while you need to. I, I can't again, I can't I, I don't think it's I don't think it's me, but I, we have no way of knowing. If if you restart, yeah. nothing happens, I'll restart after. But um, let's see, uh, where was I? Oh, and yeah, you finished that up. We go to Ellie, um, uh sneaking around this is one of the t- most tense scenes in my opinion in the whole game with the boss fight with david so we have the david boss fight we, we have to sneak around the first time and, and avoid detection very smartly that there's like broken glass around so like if you step on it like david knows like where you are i love that touch um which makes when you throw the beer glass and it breaks like a little more believable too uh and you're able to beat him. Some one of the scariest parts is is his second phase. I guess is what you'd call him. Um, he takes out a machete and just starts running at you, and it's terrifying. Um, absolutely terrifying uh, to see that. Uh, and I'm not really sure whose idea that was, but what like the moment he just takes out a machete and just starts running around the environment is absolutely scary. Like I was very very. Like, I, like, and there was a couple times where I just went, like, you know, you do the, like the little, like, 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 as like, uh, David's getting closer and closer to you. It's, it's Jesus. Like, it's not, I'm not a fan of that one. It's very scary. 
but um what else uh what else uh, yeah, but that's that's basically it for the David boss fight. I liked the the added touch of the boss fight. It didn't feel too gamey, which was very that's very easy to do when you have like a classic boss fight. It just doesn't really feel right in the long games. I feel like they were able to get it down kind of nice with um uh, uh oh Alex's uh, wasn't says it's not letting him connect now. Very interesting. Sorry, uh, Chiefers, we're having just issues with Discord. Oh, it looks like my Discord probably. I think Discord crashed um, while that loads. Uh, what was I? Oh, it's easy to mess up a boss fight. It's also easy to make it very video gamey. I brought up the flamethrower uh, previously as like um, something. Oh, that's why my internet is out. Interesting. Hopefully, I'm not having an internet outage because that will suck. Um. Anyways, it's easy for um, a boss fight to feel too boss fighty. You know what I mean? Like. Or sorry, too gamey. Like that's that's one of the worst things that you can have, right? In this beautiful game where it's like meshing gaming with like this incredibly immersive story, and I don't know where you have this boss fight. And I felt like it melded it very well, although it still could have used it without it. I, there was probably not a super satisfying way to kill the David character, so I think the best way of doing that is have this kind of climactic boss fight and see if you can. Um, murder him in this time frame uh basically yeah, it looks like my internet's out achievers i will be right back i'm going to see if i can restart my internet so right back with you we're back sorry about that um we had a time jump of our own i guess in <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not because i'm dirty but um this is we had we had like a what an eight hour time jump not not that much maybe but yes. it's not dark uh i, I work. yeah yeah you worked and things so i had um uh internet outage I, I told the achievers that's i thought that's what it was and then yeah for sure i, I it was out for like hours so pretty rare actually mm -hmm. knock on wood it it not that has not happened before so I, dude i was waiting for it because i was like all i see is my on mine i'm like clear and then all i see is you going this like and then loading mm -hmm. and i'm like oh, all right yeah i see either I, I, he I, either he fucking lied to me that it wasn't him <laughs> or something's wrong it took me forever for the internet to say it was out like in the right corner yeah. where it says you know you're it's plugged happened. in and all that i'm like it still says i have internet so it's not me and then eventually it was like nope you're gone so um mm -hmm. anyways back to of course last was part one i was um alex because you had about out uh, a little bit before I finished the point. I brought up um, David specifically the boss fight where we're kind of ending mm. our our chapter with uh, the boss fight with David and specifically with the David boss fight. I found it interesting that in this game, Last of Us Part One, where it's almost blending real not eh, reality is not a good way of putting it. It's bending like what a game can be to mm -hmm. like just a full on experience and very immersive. I thought it was both very brave and also very risky to kind of put a very gamey boss well, fight attempt and i think they nailed it i don't even well i don't even see it as a game thing i see it as um you just i mean like you just met the uh, this cannibal yeah. that wants to potentially like do things to you ellie yeah yeah so now you're in this situation where you escaped and you f and he you're in the same room trapped in the room with him what do you do so like in my mind i'm like oh in this situation you know you gotta hide from him you try to you know you're pretty much in this you're like you know what if you were in ellie's situation 
this is what could happen. You know, you try yeah. to hide from him. You probably could try to beat him up, you know. So I think that's why they would put the boss fight because of they could relate to be like, oh, you know, what if if this would happen? Like it would be, feel like a boss it fight. It would feel like a boss fight. I, I agree. And also I do like um, as just kind of like a, a point with Ellie. When you take control of Ellie in the game, I like that one, you can't really kill people stealthily because, like, she has mm -hmm. to put everything in her to kill someone. Like, she has to jump yeah, on them and, so like, small. she's like, and, like yeah, she has to, like, stab them. Yeah. And they're, like, screaming bullet because, of course, they're getting stabbed. So I kind of like that. She's not, like, a stealth assassin. She still has to, like, if she kills someone, it has to be very deliberate. But also, mm -hmm. I like how kind of helpless you are w without a gun. Um, I had forgot mm. that. So when I went to melee someone, you just kind of hit them with the switchblade, and they don't. Nothing happens really. Like no, they kind of just. Yeah. I forgot that that, that like, you just yeah. slice them, and they're like, and they like punch you. I'm like, oh no, I gotta run. So I went to grab a bottle or a brick, and I'm like, eh, yeah, yeah, away. yeah. The amount of times I will go to melee just reflectively, uh, reflexively, and and nothing happens, and I go, mm -hmm. oh no, and then they grab you, and you have to like mash they look out. At you like you're fucking silly. They're like, <laughs> that was a slap. Yeah. So. Um, I, but really, that that's kind of how I had finished kind of my point before we had left. So I really that's all I have for both the hunt and cabin resort and basically the mm. uh, the winter seasonal that we found in this game. Was there anything you wanted to bring up before we had moved on to um, much the end of the game after this? Do you, I mean, like well towards the ending of that boss fight? Like she just goes to town on him. Like you yeah. know she was like yeah. you know she almost died. So she was like whamming at him and then like joel comes out of nowhere and stops her and she's like it's me it's me and i feel like that's where the father-daughter bond kind of started yeah or at least cements or like kind of like you know I, I feel like that's where joel is like you know this kid has just gone through some shit mm. you know it's like it's me it's me it's relax relax you know I, mm. like seeing like i think he, instead of He's starting to become, he's like, oh, I'm her guardian, not her father. And then, like, it, look, you can tell that it, it starts to progress. Yeah, I think this is definitely the turning point. I, I feel like it, it already kind of was with, um, for sure, with, um, when we left Tommy's. But I feel like this even, yeah. this even cemented it more. Where it, and I think, again, I, I want to bring up when he wakes up, the first thing he says is Ellie before saying anything mm -hmm. else. I think that was also a point where, like, yeah, you clearly have developed this daughter love for uh mm -hmm. ellie um yeah. but and yeah an incredibly brutal scene with her basically chopping up his head into little yeah, bits I, I, yeah I, honestly i love the imagery to where like oh, they don't show anything nope all they show is the the, the blade just covered in blood and that's yeah. all they show i'm like i'm like that that wasn't that's a nice touch yeah i, I and and in a game where brutality is kind of what they, sh I mean, they're pretty open with how brutal it is. That's the kind of one like, scene where they hold back, was. but yeah. but you know how bad it is because you just saw yeah. like a machete go to town on this dude's head, like mm -hmm. eight to ten hits. Um, all right, we're leaving winter. We're going into spring. This is the bus depot, and then the chapter highway escape, an underground tunnel. Um, so. We brought this up kind of in the beginning where this we start this chapter with Ellie very distant, clearly bothered. I know you mentioned uh, things prior. I agree, but I think it's a mixture of that, everything she's been through and the fact that she might also lose Joel on top of all that. Yeah, um, sure. but to skip ahead, because we kind of covered what I wanted to mostly cover in this one, I wanted to get we covered the giraffe scene, of course, touching um, 
uh, funny enough, I was uh, doing, um, I was using PSN trophies to get the collectibles that I had missed. Mm -hmm. And when we got to the giraffe one, he, he had mentioned like this uh, possibly being the most, um, what was his words? I apologize if I mix your, mix your words, Brian, but I'm pretty sure he said this might be the most famous collectible in video game history. And he, I might have to agree that it is such an iconic image, just the giraffe from Last of Us Part 1, mm. that I find that, yeah, it might trans transcend, like, almost every other game, minus maybe, you know, something like Mario or something like that. But I think I think it's up there with definitely, like, that is probably a very iconic um, video game thing that has happened probably in the last mm. 10 years. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, like every time you like see that, you're like, "Oh, I know what this is." Yes, it's so nice. And I love how for a little bit Ellie got to be a kid for that little no, for sure. yeah. like you like ten so minutes because you know she, she didn't she's she's never been to the zoo. Yeah, that's not, that's not a thing anymore. So it's seeing that it's probably like you know it's it's like seeing your child like being in awe for the first time. It's yeah, touching. Yeah, and um, I love the uh. Uh, I also got to play this on my TV, the OLED, and that mm -hmm. the scene where you get to sit there with Ellie and just kind of watch the giraffes move around. Mm -hmm. Ooh, wow, Dude, I it was. An OLED. I still breath. have the old my old 4K TV, but that still looked it, like yeah. great. I took the screenshot, and you know, how on PS5 you can make like your profile background. That's what that's what my background is. Oh, that's a good one. Scene. That's a good yep. one. That's a good idea. Um, yep. the last kind of thing, actually, there's two more things I want to touch before we move on to, of course, the last chapter and then to the epilogue um right after the draft scene ellie walks off and just kind of says like she wants her immunity to mean something i thought that was very touching and very mature for a 14 year old to basically go like hey like mm -hmm. i don't want to i don't want to just be immune i want it to mean something and i think yeah we're starting to culminate in both of both ellie and joe kind of having survival skill i think in multiple yep. ways and i think that's what's culminating here where you kind of look at joel he has this survivor skill where his daughter of course died in his arms at the beginning of the game 20 years mm -hmm. prior and ellie finding out and left behind and we can cover that in a little bit also having this kind of survivor skill where the whole plan was to die uh with her best friend later on of course yeah. girlfriend or significant other they didn't really get far but the plan was to go and be mad with each other and it just never happened. And I imagine that's also kind of the reason she wants to see this thing through is she didn't get to leave with Riley. She got to stay yeah. alive while Riley went, of course, uh, yeah, there infected. Was, there was, I can't remember when they said it. And I, and um, I can't remember. She talked, she talks, I think she talks to Joel and she's like, you know, she is she's she mentions you know she had a best friend and they both got bit and she said she died or they were they, they both got they both like were dying or whatever and she still she was still waiting for her turn yeah yeah she had died and she just kind of stayed and it's just waited yeah and she Nothing was like happened. i'm still waiting for my turn yeah like, that's why i was like i was like damn yeah very pretty rough to hear from again a 14 year old yeah um going to Again, one of my favorite levels, I know I keep saying that, but I love this level where you have to go underground, mm -hmm. but it's so tense because there's so many oh my infected. God, dude. There's so many infected here. So much. Yeah, and, and especially when you got to go underwater. It's flooded. 
and it's always crazy because you know, Ellie can't swim. Yeah. And uh, I mean, for a little bit, eh, it's not a spoiler type of thing, but like you, you know, um, that's not the case in the second one. But like with this one, you're like, oh, I wonder how you know that that changes if you haven't played the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but, um, I, I, if I can also quickly critique the game, that one of the things, and this isn't by any means a unique uh, idea, but um, one of the downsides of the game, I think, is Ellie can't swim, and you do have to like get these puzzles where like you go get the pallet, you bring it back, she jumps it, yeah. on it, and and it kind of is that same puzzle in quotes not really even a puzzle but you do that like kind of i want to say off the top of my head five to six times in the game and after a while i was just like we could have thought of a different way of doing this it didn't have to be a pallet every single time but again yeah it's a very small critique i have in an otherwise almost perfect experience yeah um but uh, i do like that they didn't even have to put this in here this is kind of like a a very tense scene we think ellie dies at the end or at least she drowned and mm-hmm. he's trying to um resuscitate resuscitate or give her cpr and things and she's trying he's trying and i love that the fireflies find him and he's like put your hands but he doesn't stop so he, at no point yeah, does he like, stop he's like she can't she's, breathe she's not breathing and it just cuts there after he gets knocked out and he at no point yep. grabs a gun or anything like he's f- so focused on on trying yeah, to save so ellie on her. and that's when you that that's the moment where he became a father. Yeah, for sure. For her. Yeah, he doesn't... He, he oh, could not like, care less what's going on around yeah, him. He did not give a fuck that he was being aimed at a gun at. He was just trying to save her. Yep. Very touching. Um, And I do... I very much like that level. I, I like how uh, it's very kind of scary. As soon as you get in the bus and it falls, Ellie tries to save you. But Joel mm. at the same time is like, like, like go, I, I, I'll try and fix it. But she's like trying to help, yeah. and it, she does help. But then she falls. It, like, it's very, very, yep. very, very well paced scene. I is on mm. the edge of my seat. Um, before we get to the last one, any any last thoughts on this? Uh, this last the uh, final kind of final journey that we have with Ellie, uh, Ellie and Joel. This basically the kind of last level that we have that with them together, sort of. Um. I mean, it's it, it's kind of like it's at this point you're like you don't want it to end, but you know you're reaching the finish line, so it's one of those things you're like, oh no, I know it's about to end, but I don't want yeah. it to. Yeah, yeah, same here. I, it, it's a it, it's respectively length, I think. Like mm-hmm. they don't overstay their welcome with this game. Mm-hmm. All right, the Firefly Lab, and it's simply named the Hospital. That's all I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, we open with Joel waking up. He's <laughs> very Joel and goes like, "What the fuck am I?" And Marlene's there, like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, relax, <laughs> don't freak out." Um, and then she immediately tells him the worst thing you could tell him, which she doesn't actually, of course, know the love that they've developed kind of with each other. Yeah, she just exactly. is, she's just surprised he's even there. She's like, "What are you yeah. doing here?" She's like, "I'm surprised y'all made it all this way and I've lost ha- half of my people doing that journey." Yeah, yeah, she lost the majority of her people. I do like throughout this level you find collectibles that she has left mm-hmm. and she's talking like how she came back and how she's looked down upon as like a failure now because like she lost so many people uh and and how mm-hmm. she's like Basically, like at the end of a rope in the Fireflies, and then once they found Ellie, that kind of sparked hope again. Uh, and of course, they didn't know what the fuck was about to happen to them. But uh, and then, of course, right after that scene, uh, Marlene goes. Um, uh, he, Joel asks, "Where's Ellie?" Marlene, of course, says, 
she's getting prepped for surgery, we um we found that the cordyceps uh we need to get the cordyceps spores out of her or growth, I guess is what you'd call it. Not really a spore yeah. anymore. But they have to get it out of her body to reverse engineer a a cure. Mm-hmm. And Joe immediately says, The cordyceps go to your brain. And Marlene just kinda nods. And and yep. he he knows like He's like, uh, what does he say? He says, get her out or something. Or he basically says, like, no, like you, you're going to bring her to me. And Marlene goes, we, ha- we have to do this. And before we get, of course, we're getting very, very close to uh, Joel. Um, Joel's decision. We'll get to that in a second. But before we do that, my main gripe with this entire situation with the Fireflies Mm-hmm. Is at no point they ask Ellie. So, like, you can say how morally right you are or whatever, but at no, no point like, did you ask for the consent from the person that you have to do this to. Yeah, like, literally, you could you could have been like, hey, are you you are willing to do this? I was like, like they don't care. They didn't care for her. They, they just wanted the, the cure. Yeah, so they didn't even... They didn't even bring up, like, that... They didn't even seem like they thought about it. It looks yeah. like it's been maybe... Uh... Let's say it's been 30 minutes since they've been there, maybe. So, like, they found out. They probably did x-rays and then immediately went to surgery. By the way, I do love... Excuse me. I do love how clean everything is. This is kind of the only place that we've been in the Mm -hmm. game that I can think of that is incredibly clean and, like, well-kept. Yeah. Like, there's lights that work. There's generators everywhere. They have an x-ray machine, which is like, what the... How the hell did you get that to work for 20 years? But they have it. I mean, as long as they have those generators, they, I mean, the electricity works. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so we've delayed it long enough, I think, Alex. Um, we get to the decision. Of course, not our decision, but it's Joel's decision. A very contentious decision, I think, that has happened throughout the game. Um, sorry, that's happened since the game has come out, is Joel's decision to kill everyone to save Ellie. So basically, to stop the cure from happening, he needs to viciously murder everyone in this hospital and save Heli. I think your point of perspective, especially since you had played this prior to having children, is much more valuable than mine. So I want to hear you first. Yeah, has your perspective changed at all since you first played it, or has it stayed the same but you feel more strongly about something? I just want to hear... If- have you developed at all a uh, interest in Joel's decision here? So when I first played the game, I didn't have any children, but I under I like I I understood. It, but at the time, I'm like, mm, you know, that was a little overboard, bro. Like, you know, you he like, does you kill just a did, lot of people. You, you killed. You, you literally just wiped out the whole hospital to save the girl that you just met a year ago. I mean, I get it. You developed. You know. You know. She's your partner now yeah I, I mean she i get it so and at, at the time i was like okay i mean i i get it but that was a bit rough now <laughs> i'd do the same thing i would i would have i almost ex- I, I kind of expected that reaction right yeah 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 have yeah no if and it's hard because people would be like well he only knew her for like a year mm. time doesn't it doesn't matter when it comes to what you've been through together like they literally saved each other's lives 
like the amount of uh the amount of uh like the uh dedication that Ellie had for you know keeping him alive her almost like dying or getting eaten or whatever and then Joel you know Joel being there at the end their bond has been pretty much father and daughter now and it's just like no nah, you can't that's one thing that you can never break like at the I don't know at some point it's like I, at the beginning I always I was like I wonder if maybe he sees a little bit of Sarah and Ellie I have a something to bring up I want to see if I'm reading too much into this and I want you to tell me okay. if, if you think I am or not Joel has almost a mirrored situation in this part that we found him in the beginning of the game and how we end the game in the beginning of the game, he is trying to save Sarah, and he goes towards a, uh, I guess a federal agent, whoever this is. Federal, I guess it's federal back then too. I don't know. It was, it was a military. Um, so he was a soldier. Yeah, so let's just say a military soldier looks for help, and for, and he can't do anything but watch as he basically attempts to be uh, murdered, both mm-hmm. with his daughter and him while he's holding his daughter in his hands. And it's almost mirrored in this situation as well, where he is now point where is he going to let what happened 20 years ago happen again through in action? And I think that is what is the main driver behind oh, Joel, sure. where yeah. he had this lost prior and it witnessed in front of him. And now it is happening again. Mm-hmm. And he is going to refuse for that to happen once again. And I oh, think sure. I think it's clear that Joel made a a very decisive decision. It didn't even look like he even thought well, he, of, thought about it. He was just is, like, "No, nah, it's not going to happen. We're killing it." It's not that he even made a bad decision. It's that he got to decide this time. The first time, he didn't get to decide. He, he the, the 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 soldier literally just straight up and shot both of them and killed an innocent little girl. Mm-hmm. Like literally, they, even even on the radio at the beginning, the guy was like, "But sir." You know he he has a kid. Who's who's gonna fucking know that he like he let some girl walk away? Like really? Yeah, Come yeah, on, bro. Yeah, real weird. Um, like, like yeah. So like I think it's like now that he was like I actually have the chance to save her and I couldn't save Sarah. I, like if anything, I feel like he would be like, this is for Sarah. Like, yeah. I feel like if anything, I gotta keep her alive. Yeah. To something i wanted to bring up too if i'm remembering correctly and i'm pretty sure i watched this too or listened to it back in 2014 when i played and listened to a spoiler cast for the game i want to say neil Druckmann was on podcast beyond like way back in 2013 when the game had launched or at least Mm -hmm. a a few a few months after launch and he said that uh because it was kind of a debate whether the cure would even be made if they stole this cordyceps out of her and he basically went on to confirm that, yes, a cure would have been made if Ellie had died. So apparently that is 100%. Now, of course, Joel doesn't know this information, but I just thought it was important to tell the Achievers so that it, apparently... So now, ne- I was going to say, yes, a cure would have been made. Now, would it have worked? So, yeah, good point. I, I, I think what's even more important is like... I mean, like, there's only so much cordyceps you could take out of that Im- immune brain or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, let's say you only have enough to make to do three tests. Like, way, like if they all fail, now what? Yeah. You just, like... I thought that was also interesting. Like, regardless of if the cure works, vaccines are incredibly complicated. Like, I know you can replicate vaccines and things of this nature, but, like, it's not like you can now 
distribute it among everyone easily. Yeah. Like, there is no, yeah. like, there's not a fucking Amazon anymore. It's so, like, oh, the, the Resident Evil movies, at the very, the, one of the last ones, it was like they, they actually had the cure for everything and they spread it airborne. So everything just started dying mm, at the end. Interesting. And it was weird. I'm like, they had the cure. Like, once they, like, broke it into the airborne the cure winded up uh getting into the air and all those zombies in the the radius just started dying mm. and that all was right. like the last and i was like that's not i was like that's not gonna happen <laughs> yeah it's some sort of chemical weapon anyways i i just wanted to bring that up i thought it was interesting that just in case you were worried apparently it would have made a cure regardless of I could have taken if, a chance if uh, yeah also joe doesn't know that it, he probably no. and again even if they make the cure how are they distributing this thing like it's not like they can drive around and just start stabbing people with a I mean, needle so, i like, mean even then, I even know. even if they were like if even if they, let's say they make the cure and they tell the military or or they do some broadcast and be like hey we've made the cure half of their fireflies are already dead i mean like and that's all, that also basically starts a war for like yeah. whoever hears that is like, well, I'm gonna go get a cure, and they're gonna murder half gonna of them kill for the cure. Yeah, so I think I think the the issue with the cure is also gray, just like the rest of this game is. I don't think this is a black and white situation where like, mm-hmm. oh, Joel is saving Ellie, therefore Joel has made a bad decision. I understand the cure is a big deal, but. Again, there's there's a bunch of bad things also happening while this cure is yeah, being exactly. developed. Like, in the cure is not going to fix everything in the world. Um, like those cannibal, cannibals are still going to be there. And again, because I'm a sicko, I, I I I like when Joel uh, is able to um. Uh, the first time he w- when he initially goes to run, he like grabs like the sh- soldier that was going to escort oh, him out yeah, he grabs him, yeah. and then like puts the gun and he's like, where is she? And he's like, I don't have time for this. Shoots him. Where is she? Mm-hmm. Shoots him again. And he goes surgery pediatrics and he just kills him and then leaves yeah. him. And I'm like, damn, yeah. like like the little bits of the very dark Joel. I don't know why, but I very much like because mm-hmm. the acting from Troy Baker, I think is just so good. It's, yeah. it's, it sells well, I mean, it so well. Yeah. I mean, even like the 20 years of him, like, like remembering, you know, the loss of his child, I'm it puts him in a deep, in a, in a, yeah. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of, um, um, I don't, I don't know if it's a, Spoiler, but in, in Infinity War with Ronan, mm, okay, I don't know if I can say yeah. anything. Nah, it's fine. I, okay. I, I think everyone knows what you mean by that. It, yeah, okay. I, I, I get it too. Like lots of his children, in order to sort of speak. Yeah, yeah. So, um, aside from that, with this, this level is pretty straightforward. You save Ellie. Of course, you kill the surgeon, which is terrible because it's like, wow, there probably wasn't a lot of them left. So we just killed a surgeon. Um, we grab Ellie. We go to run. Uh, we end this the chapter with killing Marlene, which I was sh- I was I don't know why. After I had killed a bunch of soldiers, my first playthrough, my very first playthrough in 2014, I don't know why. But when he killed Marlene, that was was the most shocking. I'm not really sure why back then, but for some reason, like back, I was like, "Whoa, you, why did you kill her?" And and uh, looking back, I was like, "Well, why did he kill everyone else?" So at this point, like, yeah. and and again, I. They would have come after her. That's what he kept saying. He was like, when he comes back, he's like, no, like, let me live. And he's like, you'll just come after her. And I, he's not, it it doesn't even come across as mean to me either. He's just being frank. He's like, 
you'll Maybe just like, come yeah, after gonna come back after her. i'm not doing this again nope. shot her in the face so it's so 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 good and then drives away we of course get the scene and i feel like we can kind of wrap up with uh, the game with both this and the next thing the epilogue called jackson um mm. we can kind of wrap this all up together because it kind of all happens at once joel without hesitation says uh yeah her cure her immunity was nothing they apparently had a bunch of other kids and yeah uh they uh they had given up because it doesn't do anything and you could tell ellie's very sad upon thinking eventually you get to jackson they're walking towards action she's kind of distant she then asks joel again is like do you pro- swear to me that that's what he meant and he said i swear and then very brilliantly it just goes to her face sits on her for a second she just goes all right and then fade to black and two things to note one joel lies to ellie without hesitation which i think is very relatable to i think most uh fathers with teenagers i'm sure uh i'm sure you've lied before to keep some ruse going second she at least and she at least seems to i don't know if it was meant to be this way but i feel like she knows something is up regardless mm-hmm. if she knows how bad it was i don't know but yeah. it, i think at least to me it seems like it seems like ellie's she just, like she, mm, she just she you're she not being trust in joel though like so they, they chose like there's just a bond so like she was like in her mind she was like i feel like something really bad happened but i'm gonna trust you mm, i can okay i could see that too i could see like something probably really bad happened but i'll trust you right now and of course we might see some of that comeback later yeah but that is the last of us part one um we'll before we do final thoughts i think because it'll be quick let's go quickly into left behind um and then we'll kind of round out our conversation after this um left behind of course starts um i played this right after my first playthrough back in 2014 as well because it was included if i remember correctly so Mm -hmm. it was this is a great dlc though this is like awesome i if you would have described to me this dlc it would not have sounded exciting but being able to play as ellie in a mall with her friend riley as they're having fun and hanging out while at the same time ellie is trying to save joel's life mm-hmm. very good i it's i like love this and going back to prison and stuff yes i love this a couple standouts off the top of my head I love how nice Riley is. I love that they had this kind of falling out, but they're kind of making good with like their journey together. I love the um, imagination scene. So like the scene where they go to play the fighting game oh, and, yes. she, and, and she's like, Oh, it does. It's busted. And she's like, close your eyes. close your eyes. And then you just see the, like the lights, like kind of like on so her face. Good. So good. So good. So touching too. I loved doing that. It was really fun doing the combos. Um, I got the uh, trophy for that uh, first try. First try. Yeah. And got to mm-hmm. brag a little bit. I felt really good. Yep. 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 Um, I love the water scene. Um, very touching because they're arguing, but then they're like, let's make up. Like, well, let's play with the water guns and then uh, we'll, we'll like, lost, we'll man. talk it. I almost, I had to restart. I think, I think I, um, she was like one hit away from me and I was like, fuck, I gotta restart. I think I lost I like, the, no. I think I lost the third one because it okay. was like, you get hit once. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I lost the third one. So I had to restart and then I, I destroyed, yeah. I destroyed her <laughs> like after that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's, 
it's everything off the top of my head. I, I just I love the banter. I love their relationship. I like just getting to be with Ellie in her early years, how she talks with Riley, the, her banter about the old world. They talk about what they think it used to be. They uh, oh um I love the Easter egg with the Jack and Daxter game in the arcade game that was really cool. Mm. This is a bunch of stuff. I, anything you want to quickly bring up with Left Behind? Um, I so I didn't the part in Left Behind when you do the photo booth. Oh yeah you, yeah yeah and you and you do the photo booth at tour at the very end. It's it's like oh share to Facebook. Yeah that and was fun. And they're like and they're like what's a Facebook? What's a Facebook? That was very. Cute. And then it, it, I hit share. And my actual PlayStation was trying to sh- connect to my Facebook to share it, but I didn't have it linked. So I just, I was like, fuck it, cancel it. Yeah, I didn't even try it, but it was awesome. Yeah, it was just loading. So, it was, but I was like, that was pretty funny. It's fun. And it was like, no, and that was like, there was, it's like no internet. And they're like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that's was, pretty like, good. hilarious. It's pretty good. Um, Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Of course, the, the way we end it is a, is just beautiful with, um, when they get bit, they they're just pissed. And Riley says, "We have three options. One, we I damn it, I, I lost the first one. Um, the second one, uh, is we go mad together, which is a, an incredible line. I don't know why I love mm-hmm. that line so much. And then the third one, Riley doesn't say, but it's inferred, of course. You know, they uh kill each other. At least is is how I uh, read it, but." Um, that's a touching scene. Aside from that, I don't have too too much to bring up when we play as Ellie saving Joel, just because you know it, it, it's good. It's just I, I don't think I have anything to say other than like it's very cool that we you could see Ellie was trying to learn. I like that you can mm-hmm. like bait the infected to fight people for mm-hmm. you. That was really fun. Yep. Um, yeah. But aside I mean, from that, I don't have cool anything. That she, that. she was able to like literally kill all those people by herself. Like she was like she was like I have to keep him alive. So yeah, that was really cool. That's left behind. I don't have really anything else to add after that. Um, it's great. I, I enjoyed it. it. It's a beautiful story, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And it's something that stands by itself. You don't even necessarily have to play the other game. Um, although you very much should. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's wrap it up. Final thoughts. Um, there's a couple things I wanted to quickly bring up. One that has kind of been sitting in my stomach, kind of in the back of my mind while I was playing this game. Do you think this was a wise move for Naughty Dog? Kind of speaking very broad here, but do you think this was resources well spent? Do you think this is something you would have rather them just do something else or make another game or something like that? What 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 did you think? That that was also a part of the argument I would say throughout this game's kind of PR you know, cycle, I, I guess is what you'd say. I think it was a good choice because if it it felt new but or it felt the it felt like similar familiar but it was so new with everything how it because uh, it, it felt so uh, similar to part two and i think that's why they were going to do it because when you play if you go back to last of us uh remastered everything just seems totally different it looks it feels like a whole different game so i feel like them making had that one and then going to part if you go you going to play so imagine if you've never played these games and going to last of us oh. remastered and then going to Last of Us Part Two, they feel completely different. Like the like it doesn't like the the you the even their like mocap models or everything. It just seems so different. So I think I I see why they redid it because they this one feels more 
of a prequel to part two than the original one does because how similar they are now like the 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 way the, the way the graphics look the ui it just feels like when i played this one and i literally jumped into part two to finish the platinum i was like oh it just feels like i'm still playing that game that i'm like it's just a longer game like and i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for me it was a good thing but it just felt like just an even longer game because it was just continuing I think you said a lot of wise things there, and I want to bring up a, a few things that that kind of popped in my brain while you were talking. One, I do think this was a wise investment because I do believe them when uh, around the game was announced, they said we wanted to make The Last of Us that we always wanted to make. So this was all the things they wanted. This is how they wanted it to look. This is how they wanted the the yep. the mocap to look. Like if you look at part one test, sorry, if you look at remastered tests and part one tests. Those mm -hmm. are completely different people. You might, yeah, I mean, they the might as well faces, be. Yeah, the Ellie's face in the original versus now, the whole it's a whole different kid. Yeah, it's it's it, these it are different, so different models. So clearly, this is how they this is the vision that they had for the Last of Us. That's mm -hmm. kind of my main point here. I think they wanted to go back to make these much more through lined experiences, like you said. Because same as you, it's funny that you brought that up. Same as me. I went from doing this Platinum to going straight to Part 2's Platinum, and it does kind of feel that way. It does kind of feel like this is a complete experience that you can kind of, like, start with one and kind of play yeah. through two, and it does kind of feel just like a kind of, kind of like well, an imagine, epic, almost. So, imagine, um, if you're, well, imagine if you're watching The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings. You're watching, you know, Lord of the Rings 1, and then, you know, of course, you go to 2, it, you know, it looks kind of very similar, and it's just continuing the story. Now, imagine that movie 10, 10 years apart. Yeah. It's it's a whole cool... I feel like it's it's like you're watching Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit, and then you just go Lord of the Rings. Well, well what about the sequels? It's just, like, it doesn't feel like a sequel. I, 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 like I agree. Yeah, I agree. I, I, think it, I think you make a good point that it does, with a lot of games, seem jarring. I do want to quickly bring up, this is something I've actually wanted game developers to do for a while. I... As a kid, of course, not understanding development nearly as much as I do now, I w I'm reminded of Mass Effect 2 specifically. I would, uh, I remember playing Mass Effect 2. as like, oh, it would be so cool if they went back to Mass Effect 1 and like updated it kind of like this game. So it kind of like isn't as like different when you play them like together. Yeah. Of course, that's not quite what game development is and it's not really what they do. But I like that Naughty Dog kind of took a second and went, well, let's take part one of course back then it was just last of us let's just take this and let's really make it like the experience we've always wanted to be and i think you brought up a good point let's make them cohesively kind of together when you play from and this you're not going to be part one to me yeah and it, it doesn't feel jarring when you're going to part two because the models look the same it does look like ellie older it does look like joel older it doesn't look like mm. this different model that was made yep. clearly five years like in the future and it all looks much prettier and I do mm. think this is f this is evidence that I think the next game after whatever they're working on now will be part three of Last of Us and most likely the last game in the Last of yeah. Us saga. I think I think, I the, think so that's the reason they kind of did this is because I think the next games that they're going to be working on one I think it's going to be a new IP. We already know I think it's going to be a sci-fi game, and then the second one I think is going to be part three, and it's yeah. going to have this kind of through line. They'll all kind of yeah. look like this. You'll be able to play part one, two, and three, regardless of what yep. year it is. Because, like, yep. it'll still look great. 
of that nature. The, the last, the last, the Last of Us trilogy. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's like here, play the whole experience. You know, and they all, it's it's all con- They all look the same. They all look like you know, they're all amazing. Like I, like each one is it is is you know, they're all the very similar and stuff. Uh, I got pretty much la- three three last things, and we're gonna leave the achievers after these okay. la- three last things. One, this is gonna be quick. Does this rank at all in your top five games of all time? Not top five, but potentially top ten. Just curious. I would probably put this in my top five, but it's been a while since since I've read it. But mm. it's just a spectacular game. It's now. I have a question for you. Oh, please. Would this be higher than part two? Or part, or part one. Oh. Good question. It's really hard. That's a really good question, though. I, I was afraid that you would ask. Um, I had to ask because now that they've changed it to where now, like, are if are they too similar to where they kind of like can't really go against each other, or are the stories still very different to where like okay, like is it always one better than the other? I think they are different enough to definitely be like I can separate them in my head and yeah. um, compare them. Especially now, with the is, gameplay in two is so different. Now that they're so similar, though, is one better than the other, or are they just so? Are they like now? You are you, you can only do it by story because you can't really be like, oh, this one's better because the gameplay. They're they're so similar now that that was like, okay, which which story arc was better? I probably enjoy part two. I can't go into why, of course. No, for sure. But I for think I think the story of part two I like a bit better. And yeah. I think literally the only thing I can say that makes it better is they don't have the gaminess as much as this one did. There are two things mm-hmm. that were pretty gamey that kind of takes you out of the experience. One, the flamethrower, and then the pallets in the game because Ellie can't yeah. swim. So it's just yeah. those two things. But again, these are these are tens if you want to use numbers. I hate using numbers, but no, these yeah, are both masterpiece games. So like... Yes. We're basically arguing what's the better masterpiece, and at the end of the day, like yeah. I don't really care because they're both amazing. Yeah. Um. You know what? We could skip. What's better, gold or gold? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's gold or this gold or gold. Um. <laughs> eh, I'm gonna skip that one. I don't think we need to talk about that. Let's talk about. Uh, is this the best game ever made, or at least is this one of the best games ever made? Of course. Different than what your favorite game of ever made is. Just saying this for the achievers, of course. But do you think this is the best game ever made, or at least a? Uh, uh, while you think about that, I think it's at least one of the best starting points for someone playing video games for the first time. Mm-hmm. You get to throw it on very easy. You can enjoy the experience if you have some sort of significant other that you would like to show games for the first time. You can show them this, and this is kind of the incredible entryway to what games can be, what games yeah, are striving for fun. right now. It's definitely not the best, but it's definitely one of the best stories in like worlds that I can ever like be a part of, like 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 or uh, experience. I agree. I, like, I think I do think this is one of the best s- story in media. I think is the yeah. best way I could say that. Like when a video game can make me cry, like it's like you know, like they can get me emotional and feel for these characters. Do you know they're doing something right? Agreed. Alex, that's it. That is the spoiler cast for The Last of Us Part 1. Um, I meant to do this in the beginning. I'm going to quickly go through the full cast just to give them some sort of credit. 
just because of how much this I love this game. This will be the last of us. This will be the last of us, yes. So, of course, Ash, uh, Ellie played by Ashley Johnson. Joel, of course, played by Joy Baker. Sarah was played by Hannah Hayes. Tommy, played by Jeffrey Pierce. Very good actor. Uh, Tess was played by Annie Wershing. Robert was played by Robin Atkin Downs. Bill was played by W. Earl Brown. Marlene, we talked about before, Meryl Dandridge. Henry is played by Brandon Scott, and Sam was played by Najid Jeter. Top tier casting. I don't know who the casting director was over there, but Jesus Christ. You nailed it. Uh, but mm. that is it for the last of a spoiler cast. Anything you want to leave the achievers with while we sign off here? It's definitely a game that I have to uh, recommend. It's like if you like if anybody like if anybody like ever asks me, it's like, hey, I just got a, I just got a PlayStation. What game should I play? I'll be like, if you like if you like to immerse yourself in a story, Last of Us. Yeah, and, and you won't have to wait too, too long because they'll be on PC soon, I'm sure. Part one will be Probably. on PC, I'm sure, within the next few months. And yeah. I, don't, I don't think part two's on there yet, but it will be. So like That's the ready. first game I always, I always recommend. It's like, if, it's like, hey, if you like a good single-player game, Last of Us, it's the first one you have to try. Yep, I was always recommending that. But whenever I asked that, this is probably... I think this is the game to recommend, in my opinion. Like, if mm-hmm. you're going to recommend a game... What better yet to start here? And I'm glad yeah. Naughty Dog was able to bring it up to standards. Yeah, to the current standards. Probably one of the best PlayStation IPs that they have. I think I think to me it's without a doubt the best PlayStation game ever made. And that's pretty easy for me to say at least. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us for this a very long spoiler cast, but it's nothing less that the game deserves. Um this was a very fun experience. Thank you so much, Alex, for joining me for this. Um Yes. Surprisingly, very few people was playing this, and I just caught you at the right time for you to be able to jump back on and help me with the spoiler mm-hmm. cast. And this was for a sure. this was a great, great video. Probably one of my favorites. Probably our best spoiler cast too to date. Um, I mm-hmm. think that just kind of speaks to the quality of the game as well, though. But um, yeah, aside sure. from that, uh, achievers, I don't have anything left for you. Of course, a regularly scheduled Easy Achievers Game Podcast is going to go open live to you Friday this week. Uh, we see the return of Emmett Watkins Jr. Get excited for that. Remember, if you're listening to this in the far future, spoiler cast is kind of evergreen content. Check us out on YouTube. Subscribe. You know, comment, like, share. You know what to do. You've used these services long enough. We thank you for any support that you give to the Easy Achievers Game Podcast. And Alex, anything left for you to say? You want to say goodbye to the Achievers? I don't like saying goodbye. So as I said, we'll, it was see you later. We'll see you later. We'll yeah. see you later. You and see, you may see me again. Maybe see me another spoiler cast. I'm sure. A spoiler cast. Maybe I'll be able to rope you in into some sort of regular scheduled Easy Achievers Game podcast one week too. Yeah, right. Yep. These kids are uh, these kids are uh, are draining me. <laughs> Don't forget. Go chief. Go chief.